The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, Scott McClelland here for your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Thanks for being with us. Hey, we're taking a break from our relationship series that we are in the middle of right now to bring some content to you that we captured on location in Nicaragua. We were there in a young leaders intensive that I think it was, we started doing that in 2010. This was, I don't know, seven, eight uh, renditions later. Had a great time. We're able to catch up with a few of the leaders who were there working with us on the team. And we think you'll enjoy the content. Uh, we should return, as I said, soon to our relationship series. And we hope You'll enjoy this and that. And thanks again for checking out the Leadership Moment. Check us out on Facebook uh, or Twitter at Leaders Moment or on the web at leadersmoment.org. And don't forget to have a good one. Hey, Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment. And you know me, but who is this? Who are you? My name is Alicia Thompson, and <laughs> I am from Minnesota. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. Wisconsin. Not Wisconsin. Never Wisconsin. And yeah, so I'm here in Nicaragua for the retreat and the conference. And gosh, who am I? I am. I don't. I don't know how to put who I am in words, but I'm going to try here. Okay. I love Jesus. Come on. Yeah, he's 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 the man. And I love serving God and I have been a full-time missionary in the past and consider myself a missionary kind of to where I'm living right now in Minnesota and I work in my church. I work with kids. I work a lot with kids and I am currently finishing up my master's degree in elementary education. So, wow, yeah. very cool. Very cool. Just a little context here, guys. We're uh we're on location. I already said that, maybe. Did I already say that? Okay, we are on location. We just finished up our leadership intensive, and we're, in all frankness, in all honesty and transparency, we're on the way to the airport with Alicia. <laughs> and she, we, we captured this time because we wanted to get her on, on, the, on the podcast, and this is, we've been busy. That's kind of, yeah, the only way to say it. So. I wanted to get her on. We we actually met in. We don't want to reveal our age here, but we met in. You didn't meet that too. You didn't meet too long ago, two thousand thirteen. Are you sure? Yeah, I was okay. in Lavinia, two thousand thirteen. Okay, two thousand. What you were in the school to in Lavinia, Central Mexico. Yeah, and we met there in Mexico. 
She translated for me. The perils of translating oh, for me are Never not that awesome. Scott. Uh-uh. <laughs> so that's how we met. And then Alicia went on to be on staff and take some responsibility there with the school she was at. And, and I always pick at her about the Minnesota, Wisconsin thing. If you ever know someone from Minnesota and you want to perturb them slightly, or maybe slightly. more than <laughs> just just say, do I remember right that you're from Wisconsin? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, you know, we take this podcast, we, we want to see, get some concepts of leadership. You're, you're, you're a little younger than me. And I always really enjoy perspective that's different than mine. And obviously generationally, the perspective of leadership is uh, going to vary as we dodge vehicles here on the road in Nicaragua. What can you tell us, Alicia? Good job, Billy, by the way, doing awesome. Way to not die. Good job. So what can you tell us a little bit about your concept of leadership you've led cross-culturally? You might want to talk about that a little bit, what you learned maybe about what leadership was to you before you went on the field and, and how that changed. There's so much we could talk about. What do you want to say to us? Those are really good questions. I think for me, a lot of a lot of the times that I've been in a position of leadership, I haven't necessarily considered myself a leader or considered, you know, what kind of position I was in. When I moved to Mexico and I first started serving on staff with the ministry I was working with, I kind of was put into a position of leadership really quickly. And I don't know that I necessarily had the maturity to fully understand what was going on. So like at first I thought, I thought it was really cool. Like I was just like, oh man, people are coming to me with their questions and I can answer them. And I'm like, I felt like important. And after a while, I realized that when you're in a position of leadership, when something happens and it might not be, you know, the best thing that happens, it it all comes on you because you're in charge. I remember pretty clearly the first time that happened to me because I was leading a group and I had taken them into this picturesque little tourist town and somebody got lost. We found them. I mean, it's not hard to find a white person in a crowd of Mexican people. They stand out. They're usually taller, frankly. And it was like a teenage kid. So he was pretty easy to find. But my boss found out that I lost somebody. And she really just was telling me, you know what? You are in, you're in charge of these people. Like, you need to take responsibility for them. And kind of reading me the riot act. But also, like, it just made me wake up and realize, wow, I really am in a position of leadership. And I, I need to acknowledge that myself and be careful with it. That's cool. And I'm glad the person was found. After all, that would have been even more punctuating in your <laughs> your perspective on leadership. You know, that's real. The upside of leadership is that we feel a sense of contribution and maybe importance from that. The downside is, you know, it can also all come to roost on us, you know, all come back to us. Depending on those types of circumstances and how severe, you know, I think about that in my own life. You know, I think about a story that a Guy, I heard a guy say one time, he said, we're going to send these these missionaries out and some of them are not coming back. Some of them are going to pay the ultimate price to do what they're doing. What is that going to do to the organization? What is that going to do to me as the guy who sent them out? The guy was yeah. saying, I'm going, ah. you know, I was just thinking about I'm not in that position right now, but what would that be like? Like in Billy's case, you know, you send soldiers out. Billy, of course, here, our silent co-host, 
spent a good bit of time in the U.S. Army. And, you know, that's something I think that commanders face a lot. So being on point, being in command or being an influence, the balance there of contribution, importance and responsibility. Wow. Good, good, good point. Now, let me ask you one one question here. What do you what did you learn about? The cross cultural aspect, well, maybe there was something that you thought about leadership when you went outside the States and into Mexico that changed how you perceived. I know there was a lot of American influence in your organization because it was run by Americans, but how did, how were you different in terms of your perspective of leadership after the experience outside the States? You know, I was part of this ministry for about three years and and I started there in my early 20s. So I did a lot of growing up in those years that actually I wasn't even able to see how much I've matured until recently. Mm. And so a lot of it, I don't know if I can separate the cross-cultural aspect with my right. own maturity. Because it was happening at the same time. Because it was time. happening at the same time. But I was able to see how, you know, different doesn't necessarily mean bad and how important it is for a leader to value the opinions of everybody. Because, I mean, there's two different, in, to my mind, there's a couple different styles of leadership. Yeah. And you've got the one, the leader who's in charge of everything, right? Who, like, takes it upon themselves and they're the leader and everybody looks to them for guidance and leadership. And that that has its place. And then there's another type of leadership where you have a leader who sits back a little bit more. Probably, probably this is more your style of leadership, Scott, where the leader sits back and lets the people that they're leading figure out where they're going. You're still an active participant. But it's more of a collaboration. I love that word collaboration because if you really, if you take it apart, it's co-laboring. So you're mm. laboring with each other. And I think it's a little bit more evident in Spanish. And so that's why I think of it that way. But I just, I love that word so much because we're all laboring together to do the work of God, to do the right. work of Christ. And right. that's, so if you think of it that way, then everybody has their their part to play. Everybody has an impact. Everybody has something that they're bringing to the table. And that's the style of leadership that I want to emulate. You know, I don't want to be the person in front who has to do everything. I've done that. It's so stressful. You can't sleep at night and you potentially get ulcers, you know, (laughs) like, and you get burnt out fast. Right. And that's not the kind of leader I want to be. Even in education, like this is something teachers struggle with because, you know, you're the teacher and you're the head of the class. And there's these different models of teaching in elementary education that actually have the teacher beginning to sit back a little bit and recognize what their students, who may be first graders, bring to the table, recognize that they have skills and they have things they know. And if you recognize what a kid knows, that empowers them to be able to go forward. Wow. And that is so cool because it works for everybody, not just six-year-olds. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is. That is very cool. Well, thanks for calling me out on my leadership style. <laughs> I like your leadership style. So. <laughs> well, thanks for calling me out in, in a complimentary way. Yeah. Let's say that. No, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for sharing that. And I think that also is informative to me. I'm thankful that we've been able to work together some. And I think we'll continue. This is a, a I mean, we worked together over some years. And then this is our second time to be in Nicaragua together. Third time. Seriously? Seriously. Come on. After as many trips as I've taken, they all run together in my head. Yeah, it's like a the paint is bleeding <laughs> into the other colors. I was thinking the other day, I used to have a tally of all the airplanes I've been on, you know, like all the plane rides I've taken. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking, I can't count them anymore. It's been too many plane rides. Yeah. Over the years. Nope, can't do it. I understand that from the same perspective. So but 
Super cool. I'm sure we'll get a chance to do some more of this downrange. Thank you for sharing your perspective on leadership and and just what you what you're learning. And we're all learning. That's the cool thing about leadership. It's an ongoing search or quest, and you can never find it all. You can continue learning forever and still get better and better, but still have opportunities to learn. And that's collaboration, right? Because yes. you learn from other people. If somebody wanted to reach out to you to follow up on anything you've shared, would you want someone to Google your name? <laughs> yeah, Google me. Because they really never famous. spell your last name. No, they won't. They will. Then we'll do Danish. it. No. Um, Facebook. Facebook would be easy. Okay. And um, the, the, Alicia. Alicia Thompson. Alicia weird spelling. Thompson <laughs> weird spelling. Yeah. Really phonetic spellings. A-L-I-S-H-A. And then Thompson is T-O-M-S-E-N. Awesome. Well, look for her on Facebook, guys. I'm Scott McClelland, and thank you again, Alicia, for, for, for being with us. Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Contact me or us. Do so at fxmissions.com. Until next time, have a good Adios. one. Adios. This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.